Hey, it's Moritz from M94.5. And if you guys are wondering why I am speaking to you in English, it's because we will deliver a new podcast and it's going to be in English. And with me is Jordan Prince, who will be the host for your podcast. And Hello. For all our German listeners, followers, whatever, um, get used to it. <laughs> it's going to be... Yeah, I'm going to change the game over here at M94.5. I'm going to make everything English now. Yeah, so basically we're a German radio station in Munich and we're also doing podcasts. But this one will be the first one completely in English. Trailblazer. <laughs> Striking new ground. New ground. And you will be the one who explores it. Yes. Jordan, yeah. who are you and why are you doing this? Uh, so, my name is Jordan Prince. Uh, I'm an American living here in Munich. Uh, I'm a musician, um, and I wanted to uh, make a podcast. So it makes sense that I try and come here. I like this station a lot. I have some nice connections here, and it, it's worked out. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So Americans doing podcasts—that's not really a trailblazing thing. We've heard of this before. So what I've never heard—I've <laughs> never heard of any American podcasts. <laughs> so, um, what will it be specifically about? What will you? What will you? podcast showcase um so i think what makes this podcast kind of special is like i really wanted to do a podcast involving something to do with expats about people living abroad and when i did some research i found that there are so many podcasts about expats but they're kind of specific to things that didn't really interest me I found expats that are specific to individual countries or just a general overview of like rules and language, but I couldn't find anything about people who try to make a creative living. I mean, for example, I'm a musician in a foreign country, so I have all the standard struggles that you go through in the country that you're from in terms of how the industry works, the relationships you have to make, the networking, how the money's handled, agents, contracts, everything in general, but it is different. It is different here. Money's handled differently. Insurance is handled differently. The um, relationships and the setup and everything is, is quite different in Germany, at least. That's my, that my perspective. And so it made me curious about interviewing people who do all kinds of creative jobs. If they are dancers or painters or filmmakers, f fellow musicians, for example, and how their industry differs where they either are living or have lived in, in general. So when we talk about Munich specifically, I think there's a lot of people coming here to, to work here, but I think most of them are kind of engineers and whatever, and you focus yeah. on specifically the people who are trying to make a creative living, whatever it yeah. may be. Yeah, when, when I came up with the idea, there there were definitely plenty of interesting people that I wanted to interview, but... At the end, I still had to create a bit of a thick filter because I really want to focus on people who are trying to make a living freelancing in a way, or if they have a contract with um with a create in a creative field, um, because that's that's something that's the kind of business that I'm a part of. That's the kind of people that I find really interesting, and I think we can share and explore the kinds of like funny adventures and struggles that 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 is. I mean, that's a whole different world. Um, so all the guests that I want to have will be people specifically working in their creative field, um, either freelancing or in another way. So since you've also been through all these struggles, let's turn this thing around. And you might be my 
artsy fartsy immigrant right okay. now. Okay, sure. So just tell me the three biggest struggles for you personally you had when moving over to Germany. Um, well, I guess besides the general language barrier, because that is a big issue. That's something that still um, causes me a lot of anxiety. Um, I've been studying German for um, about four years now, and I'm starting an English podcast <laughs> in Germany. So that, that kind of gives you the an idea of how confident I've become with it. Um, I, I know enough to get by, but I can't handle my business in German. Uh, it's It can be very frustrating. I have to ask people to do things for me. So when it comes to recording, booking yeah. for your shows, whatever, it's all in English. It's in English, and if they if I need to get something across to somebody uh, in an instant and they're not good at English, then I need to be able to rely on a bandmate or a friend to speak for me. And it's really it's really emasculating and it's also um, inconvenient for that for my bandmate or the friend I have there because it's not their responsibility to deal with my business and it kind of makes me feel guilty too. So that's that's one major issue that I think people can really connect with. That's a pretty obvious one. That's a pretty give obvious me, one, yeah. Give me two more. Um, so another one would probably be um, a positive thing actually because um, how how money is handled from what I've discovered um, no, actually, I want to start with a different one. There's, I would say, like, audience respect is pretty interesting here. Um, I've played a lot of gigs in New Orleans, and I've played with a lot of different bands and a lot of different venues. And I became accustomed to being a bit like background music. If you had a full room, but you still had 10 to 12 people more or less paying attention, you felt kind of successful at it. You felt like this was a good show. And that's not the case for every venue and every show. But in general, there are situations where you you kind of expect that, of course, people are going to drink and talk in the back and you have to get used to it. And the first concert that I played in Munich that was like a decent um, paid concert with a good crowd um, was for a um, a film and concert company here called House Concerte, House Concert. And they had me supporting an English act that was coming through on tour. And when I finished my first song, there was the obligatory applause, but then there was such a dead, respectful silence because the performer was on. There was no talking, there were no glasses clinking, there was no shuffling around. And it was such an alarming, like, awakening moment for me that I actually laughed and I felt really uh, embarrassed about it. Um But it was it was something really crazy, and I think when you tell people from Germany that you're a musician, they treat it the same way that they would like they, they treat it the same way as when you tell them that you're an engineer or when you tell them that you're a teacher or something like. In America or even in the UK as well, it's often the case that when you tell someone you're a musician, they say, "Oh, that's nice. What else do you do?" They expect like that's not your income. So what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's not here. That's not the case. And that's something I really like about it. And another, a third, um, a third really different thing um, besides that is probably... Something fancy, maybe. Something fancy? What do you mean? I don't know. What did you experience? What was the weirdest experience you made you didn't see coming? Hmm. The weirdest thing. 
I'm trying to see if it makes more sense to find something weird about the creative field or something weird about being in Germany in general. I mean, uh, in terms of... Um, being in Germany is weird. Being in Germany is just weird. <laughs> you guys are weird. <laughs> no, uh, Germans are great, but they are... Okay, well, okay. Here's, here's a good example. Like, um, when... I think Americans will really understand this and probably some Canadians too, but um, there's a way... There's a language of speaking to your bandmates when... Something sounds really good. At least in New Orleans, it's, it's the case where if you have, um, if you're playing a song, maybe new, maybe old, but it just clicks and like the balance in the room is right, the mix is good, everyone plays the best they can, and it feels like really fucking good. It in your soul, it's very strong, and you know, it's this is the whole reason why people even play music. It's just like this play music together. It's yeah, it's like this godlike source of 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 heavenly light kind of goes through you and you just feel like I've connected to something that you really can't describe with words. It just feels so right. And there's this thing like with my bandmates uh, back in New Orleans where when something just really worked great, um, everyone has like the same vernacular where it's like, oh, sick. Oh, awesome. That was great. Oh, I loved it. It's really energetic and positive and you're kind of reinforcing the idea that like we all felt the same thing. Everyone's hyped. Everyone's hyped, yeah. And I think one big difference here I've noticed is I've had to adjust to the fact that, and maybe it is just a culture difference, but I've had to adjust to the fact that some bandmates here will agree that it worked, but it's it's like agreeing that I got their takeout order right. You know, it's like, um, man, that song sounded good. Oh, yeah. That no, was fine. No. You know, it's just like, uh, did you want fries? You wanted fries, right? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll have fries. You know? Yeah, I guess. But maybe that's also um, coming back when you said um, Germans respect you more when you say you're a musician, that's your job. Maybe for musicians who make a living out of it, See it as a job. So, yeah, I, I got my job done. It's all right. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, Like it, the, the postman delivering yeah. <laughs> something. Yeah, it's like a postman delivering his mail on time. Like, no, I made my route. Yeah. No, it's good. I can go home. You know, <laughs> and it's, it's it, it, I used to take that negatively. I used to think, like, they don't like it as much as I do, and I'm really forcing them to be here. But then I realized later, uh, after years, that that's just, maybe it's also Bavaria, but it's just kind of a cultural thing that they also feel the same thing, but maybe not as... They don't have to express it the same way that I want to express it. And that's something I had to learn to accept. There's so many things like this that felt so wrong, but actually it's just adjusting. Yeah, especially in Bavaria, I met the experience that people are more of laid back and express stuff like this in another way. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, if you... Um, I recognized this with some friends of mine a few years ago. Um, situation you often have when, I don't know, you're sitting somewhere and a beautiful person walks along. You don't have it like, oh, yeah, she or he is beautiful. Mm -hmm. They would say if you would to translate it, yeah, she isn't or he isn't that ugly. Which means, <laughs> oh, that person really looks good. But they would they would describe it like, yeah, Not that ugly. Yeah, it's, it's not it's that just bad. It's just a, another way of... Um, it's another way of looking at it, yeah. right? You know? Yeah, that's, that's totally true. It's and not like, not getting oh, that, man, that that's... obviously hyped yeah. about positive things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there's a million little things like that. It's hard to, to kind of come on it, come to it in the moment. But um, that's, that's, that's the essential 
core of what I want that podcast to be. Just a, a really relaxed conversation with creative people who are living abroad or have lived abroad and more or less went through some of the same things I went through and to see that, see how their perspectives were different. Um, I mean, how people from the European Union were treated moving to Germany or moving to France or whatever within itself, as opposed to someone from the UK moving to Germany or someone from the US moving to Germany or to Europe and, and how the system is different, how, how you have to, uh, you know, you're getting this like mail that tells you somewhere you have to be and a fee you have to pay and you have to find a roommate who can translate it. And, you know, there's just a lot of pressures and things that get involved um, along the way, but it's kind of funny. There's always a lot of funny stories and there's a lot of um, really um, sentimental anecdotes that go along with stuff like this. So uh, I find it really interesting. Yeah. And we will deliver, or you will deliver a million. Yeah. Just to be clear, just to be clear, I am the host. (laughs) (laughs) Just to be clear. um, um, uh, I am very thankful to M94.5. It's a really great radio station here in Munich. Um, Moritz here is a friend of mine. And he's helping us set this whole thing up. He's producing the show. He's distributing the show through the station. Um, everything here is is through people that I've been lucky to meet and know through living in Germany. Um, the cover design artist for the for the picture that you clicked is from Guy Atage. He's a Brazilian friend of mine. He's done all my album artwork, and he's a really talented illustrator and graphic designer based in Lisbon now. Um, so everything is through people that you've I've had the you know, the blessing to, to come across, um, working here and stuff. So, but I am the host of the show and I'll be interviewing <laughs> from now on. <laughs> Just to make it clear from now on, it's the stage is all yours and you guys better enjoy that. Enjoy the hell out of it. Thanks a lot, Mo. Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Ein Podcast von Jordan Prince, produziert von Moritz Batscheider für M94.5.